Welcome to Tiger Resilience podcast series. With over 25 years experience directing addiction programs, these series are designed for anyone who is struggling with a loved one dealing with addiction. Through these programs, you will gain insight, awareness, and vision into all things about addiction. Here is where addiction education will assist you in reaching your human potential. Hello, and welcome back to Tiger Resilience podcast series. My name is Bernie, and I'm the host of this show. As always, we like to thank you in advance for taking a moment out of your busy life and schedule to listen in on our podcast show. Our whole expectation is that we are offering information and education and material that will help a family thrive, even in the throes of dealing with a loved one who may be having an issue with addiction. Today's topic is going to talk about how families integrate and how they communicate with each other, but it's going to be based off of a concept called the four agreements. And before I go into that, I'd like to kind of define what we're really discussing. The idea behind these four elements that I'm going to talk about is the principal elements behind it. But before we can say, make a statement like that, I would think it would be important that I preface this by telling you uh, and giving you the information of what is a principle in the first place. So according to Webster Dictionary, a principle is a fundamental truth or proposition that serves as the foundation for a system or belief or a behavior. So it is a fundamental understanding of us, and we're going to use the human condition for us, for, for instance, for human beings. And one principle I can just throw out there that's pretty simple to understand is the, the principle of honesty. Honesty means always what it means. There's never any variables to it. It doesn't define, it isn't defined by time. It isn't defined by genders or race or creed colors. It has, it is, it is boundless and endless because the principle of honesty itself is the same, you know, a hundred years ago as it will be a hundred years from now. Uh, so those are ideas behind it, what a principle is. And the principles that we're going to be talking about are going to be behind uh, the Four Agreements, which was a book written by Don Miguel Ruiz back in the, I believe, in the late 30s or early 40s. And the principles behind each one of these is really powerful because it kind of talks to us about our ability to communicate and to understand and work with each other. And again, as a family who may be struggling with a loved one who's dealing with an addiction, it's imperative to understand that the single fundamental piece in your relationship that's going to make anything work is communication. You know, there's nothing can happen without communication. In fact, I would argue that all of our strife that we deal with in today's society, it could all be broken down by communication or lack thereof or miscommunication or misinformation. So to communicate with each other is, is an imperative action for us to have healthy relationships so that each one of us can reach our potential. So I'm going to break these down, but so the four agreements is this practical guide that was developed by this gentleman, Don Miguel Ruiz, and it is based off of an Aztec uh, ancient ruins that he was able to do a lot of study on, and it was some of their beliefs, and, and he kind of incorporated it by bringing it up to today's modern age in a sense. So I'm going to go through these each one and talk in turn and discuss a little bit about how these are principles that will affect you and can benefit you as well with your family and your loved one. So... The number one agreement is to be impeccable to your word. So I'll restate that. Be impeccable to your word. This first, uh, this first agreement really describes the need to take responsibility for your own actions and to focus on speaking with integrity and choosing your words carefully. 
it emphasizes a more old school book and look at the word impeccable, which means without sin. In other words, that you say what you're going to do, not against yourself, but always what you're going to do or get done. It is your personal integrity. I also argue that it would be your personal value system, or as I refer to it as your personal constitution. So you say what you mean, then you do what you say. So why is this important with relationships and especially dealing with someone who may be dealing with an addiction? Well, making statements to somebody, again, regardless if it's the individual with the addiction or just another family member, friend, peer, or just a, a relationship, you know, even professionally, is that, you know, your conversation has to be based on what you're putting behind it. So if I, for instance, was telling my son when he was growing up that, you know, he cannot do a certain thing or behavior because I know understand the consequences, I have to be steadfast on understanding that I'm going to be impeccable to my word by making sure that, you know, I'll tell my son, Mike, you're, you, you can't do this. This is going to create a condition that can cause some harm to you. And if you don't understand it right now, because you're very young, as you get older, you will. So, and I can't go back on that. And, and to use an example of families, and I was working with a family a few weeks ago, and one of the issues that they had was trying to create parameters or conditions for their loved one who was still struggling with addiction, had went into treatment a couple of times, and they're still struggling a little bit. They're not into the full throws that they were before, but they're still really kind of, you know, pulling their feet a little bit and, and struggling. And he said a condition where if you're going to come into the house uh, after 11 o'clock, that you need to let us know so that we're aware of you will be returning home, you know, so that we're not fearful if we're in bed. Uh, to start with, and second of all, so that we know that you are going to be back. If you're not back by 11 and you're going to be somewhere else, we just ask that you text us. So a night goes by and that individual does not respond to his parents, to his family, and he doesn't text them or she doesn't text them or let them know they're going to be out all night. And so the family, of course, is worried and so on. So what happens is that the next day, the whatever that consequence was for that action as they had put in place, they have to follow through with that. So in other words, if they said, okay, if you're not going to do this, then we're going to ask you that you're going to need to either A, go into your own apartment or live in your own place, you know, or, or stay with some other friends so that we know that at least from our sense that you are as safe as we as can be, but you're not creating additional worries for us, you know, so they would have to follow through with that completely for them to say, okay, if I'm making this condition and here's our agreement, here's my, here's my impeccable to my word, this is what needs to happen. And then I go back on that. Well, you're no longer impeccable to your word and the value of it just drops right out. And in many families, this, this happens because there's such a dynamic between, you know, the codependencies between somebody dealing with the addiction and a family member and so on. So the reason I'm sharing this is because it's imperative to make sure that you're impeccable to your word. So don't say something that you're not going to stand behind. You know, if you make a statement like that, if you say, if you don't, if you do this, this is the action that will follow. And that person does this particular behavior and you do not follow it up with the consequence or action, then it's just all done in, in vain because nothing is going to change. So it's really important to be very impeccable to your word. Again, you say what you mean and you do what you say. And I would also add that sometimes not saying something is also being impeccable to your word. And what I mean by that is that you do no harm either. Do not say negative or derogatory things either or create conditions that can make something much more negative. So sometimes not saying something is also being impeccable to your word. So the agreement number two, 
and this is a big one when it comes to dealing with substance use disorder and people in recovery and treatment, and many of them can share on this probably, and, and many people can too as well, including myself and my wife and my son and all of my friends and relationships, um, is that not to take anything personally. So agreement number two is do not take anything personally. This agreement emphasizes the need to have a strong sense of yourself rather than relying on the opinions of others. This is the the false identity that we see in social media where people are, you know, putting up the Facebook f 15 minutes of fame where they're, they're putting out an image of not who they are. This is, this goes back kind of a little bit to, to number one, where there's a personal integrity. But the big piece is that you do not take anything personally because at the end of the day, the truth is whatever somebody is saying about you is none of your business. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them their perspective, their understanding, their issues, their, their challenges, uh, you know, and we can go into many examples. And I'll, again, I'll talk about another family that I worked with, you know, that the daughter had a really good way of kind of getting at mom by pushing her buttons in a sense. And that term pushing your buttons, by the way, for somebody to push your buttons, that means they installed it. And if they installed the button in you, then therefore they're able to continually pushing it, meaning that that trigger, they're able to get that response from you. So not taking something personal is really powerful. And this mom would take some of the things that her daughter was saying literally to heart and it would break her apart completely. And the truth was her daughter was being hurtful and spiteful only because she herself was in pain and she in herself was struggling and scared to death and did not know what to do or how to respond to what was happening to her in her throes of her addiction. So the simplest thing for her to do was that I'll just put somebody else down. Why not use my mom? You're right here in front of me. You know what my relationship is you know, the belief is I could always amend, you know, amend that relationship later on. But right now I can say what I want to say to you, you know, and mom was really taking this stuff to heart and it really became a challenge because she would have these negative feelings towards her daughter. And then as we discussed and tried to break this apart, she began to understand she, she had uh, that epiphany where she was really starting to understand and see, you know what, this isn't about me. This is not personal, even though it was directed right at me, this has nothing to do with me at all. It has has to do with the condition of my daughter, what's happening. And I think we can all share stories like that uh, through our journey. You know, I can say certainly for myself, my wife uh, a couple of weeks ago was having a, a bad work day and I got home and I, and I think I did something with the counter in the kitchen or whatever it may have been. And she came after me like, you always make a mess. You do this thing. And, and almost as, as if she was assaulting my personal character in a sense. And it really had nothing to do with me. She just had a bad day at work and it was her way of projecting out that anger. And, and it wasn't until we sat down and dinner and then discussed it where she opened up and said, you know what, you were, that's what was going on. I just had a bad day at work. So never take anything personal. Agreement number two. <clears throat> so agreement number three, do not make assumptions. Okay. Ruiz highlights this importance of stopping yourself from assuming what others are thinking. Absolutely do not assume. Instead, asking questions and working to ensure that the communication between yourself and that individual is clear as possible will open up the pathways and forge that relationship. Making assumptions reveals an internal bias that also can create interpersonal conflicts. So make no assumptions, okay? You do not know what you do not know until you know it. 
And that's one of my personal mantras that I have lived by for many years. I can't make an assumption of something until I know it and I know it thoroughly. I'm not going to put a biased opinion on something. I want to understand it completely. What is it that's going on? And again, we're talking about our loved ones. <clears throat> and this is very important, especially in an individual who is in early recovery. And that person might be struggling, but they're still sober. They're doing the right things, but they're, they're having some ups and downs. And some characteristics of the individual start to be seen by the family members and the family thinks instantly, maybe that person relapsed, maybe they pick back up again. They're making assumptions. And without that communication and that clear understanding and the honesty between that communication of, of understanding each other, you know, that, that assumption becomes part of what I, how I see that person and it becomes my truth, even though there's no truth to it at all. So it's imperative that we do understand as well that we cannot make assumptions. We do not know what we do not know until we know it. Okay, so very important on that. And number four, number, agreement number four is always do your best. And part of the Tiger Resilience Program is, is to teach and to nurture people so that they can reach their potential. Because always doing your best is always going to change. My best today is different than it was last week. My best today is not going to be the same best uh, that I can produce maybe one year from now. So we are always a, a, a creature of evolution in many ways as the human condition grows, body, mind, heart, and spirit. But whatever it is that we do, we need to put it forward in our best movements. We have to do our best. If, I'm, if I have a loved one and they're struggling with addiction, I'm going to put my best foot forward always. I'm not going to give second guessing it. I'm going to put the extra effort in. And whatever actions or activities that I take, I'm going to do it to my best, to my potential, whatever that may look like at that moment. You know, there is a, uh, and this goes back to a business world, there's a story of, of uh, John Paul DiGiorgio, who has a Paul Mitchell, started Paul Mitchell products. And he talks a lot about how he started his business model, but he goes back to his childhood and he talks back when he was an early teen and he had this, begged for this job to clean this bakery after they would close and the owner was extremely fiscally frugal <laughs> or as he would point it out just plain cheap was not paying a lot of money and it was tough to get the job and so he said you know I went in there and I got this job and my role was to clean you know the place up for the next day so that the you know the team would go in and they would do their baking and have the bakery open and so on so uh, John Paul DiGiorgio explained that as he went in there and started cleaning this, he went and looked at this as if it was his own place, you know, and it wasn't about how much I got paid. You know, I'm only going to work this hard because they're only paying me this much. The agreement was clean place and I'll give you and the reciprocal part was you'll get monetary value for this. Okay. So he gave his best. He went in there and he cleaned that place spotless. And after the second night of doing this, the owner came to him and was just absolutely amazed. He said, I've never seen this before, pulling cabinets out and going underneath and, and thoroughly cleaning because that was his role and that was the expectation. It was to clean. But he went in there and gave it his best. He said, I was not going in there. I'm just going to do a, a half-assed job, as he points out. I wanted to go in there and give him everything I had. And, of course, he was rewarded appropriately because the monetary level increased immediately because the owner saw within him, you know, that ability of, and capacity of giving everything he had to the business. So whatever it is we do in life, do it to your best. Reach your personal potential. Don't ever go half strings. Remember, even in, in the work world, it's not about your monetary. If you agree to a salary and you're doing a job, your expectation from that employer is that they have a problem.
problem and you're there to solve the problem. You've made a contractual agreement with a payment, whatever that might be. So when you go in there, you give 100% of yourself. You don't go in there and say, well, you know, they're, you know, they're not paying me as much as the other company down the road. So I'm going to give them 75% of myself because I'm not really getting what I think I'm worth. You know, though I agreed to take that job and to fulfill that obligation and solve their problem based on a salary that we mutually came up with. So it's very important to understand, always do your best, give everything to your best potential. And when you're dealing with a loved one who's dealing with an addiction, this is another imperative that's absolutely crucial. If you want to get this relationship working, and if you want to get your family back so you can thrive and strive once again and help your individual loved one to get into the right treatment program that they need to get into as well. So so those are the four agreements. Uh, quick recap that's impeccable to your word is number one. Do not take anything personal is number two. Don't make assumptions is number three. And always do your best is number four. These are great principles to live by. I have involved, they've been involved in my life for many, many years, and I can share with many families and individuals that I've worked with through addiction. These things have worked incredible. You need to be straightforward and honest with yourself first and foremost, and then of course with the people around you for any of these principles to work because principles like anything with an integrity does require that honesty with ourselves in a sense. So, so I hope you get something from that. I, I really would encourage you to look into it. You can get his book again, Don Miguel Ruiz. The book is really small. It's an easy read and it really has a lot of value as he talks about the, these processes, but I really like the simplicity of breaking him down to principles in life and, and about us as a human condition. So so again, once again, I'd like to thank you for your time and, and sitting in and giving us a few moments uh, to listen into our podcast. We will be going much more into some more topics, including communications. I will have another interview coming up with another mom, an angel mom who had lost her son. Uh, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And, you know, these are powerful stories because it's how people transform from adversity and they transcend to these new people, these new individuals and their life literally shifts. So through such a traumatic event as losing a loved one to turn your life completely around and become that voice of that loved one and that cause and that, that ability to be that advocate is just absolutely incredible to see that transition. So we'll be talking to somebody in a couple of weeks for our next show. We are going back into some communication skills as well. So once again, I thank you for your time. I wish you nothing but the best on your week today and your weekend as well. Enjoy your day. And thank you once again for listening in on Tiger Resilience Podcast Series. Thank you for listening to Tiger Resilience Podcast. For more information, please visit us at our website at tiger-resilience.com. If you found value in this show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. This is Tiger Resilience, addiction solutions for reaching human potential.